What's shaking, Fire Nation? JLD here, and welcome to episode 1484 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneur seven days a week. And are you ready to master productivity, discipline, and focus in just 100 days, Fire Nation? Visit themasteryjournal.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Danielle Tate. Danielle, are you prepared to ignite? I even brought marshmallows to roast, John. Yes, love the marshmallows. And let's actually make some s'mores because uh, that's kind of what I'm into, being a Mainer. But a Fire Nation, Danielle is the founder and CEO of MissNowMrs.com, a multi-million dollar online name change company. She's also the author of Elegant Entrepreneur, the female founder's guide to starting and growing your first company, which was written to help more women to start up and scale their businesses. Danielle, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. Sure. So I'm an accidental entrepreneur. My personal name change misadventures sparked the idea for Miss Now Misses, which is a service that condenses the tedious 13-hour name change process into 30 minutes for $30. And on the personal side, I'm a best-selling author, wife, mom of a seven-year-old hustler, and the spokeswoman for Empowered Women International. Well, first and foremost, way to find a real pain point. I mean, Women around the world must have just been so annoyed that they have to go through that 13-hour process of just changing their name. And, you know, now, of course, it's probably not just women. I mean, some men are changing their names, and then, of course, there are same-sex marriages. So, I mean, there's probably just a lot of this annoying and confusion, and you just break it down and make it simple into 30 minutes. So, did this come from a personal experience, or were you just hearing your friends complain? Like, what was the birth of this idea? It was a. It was three, not one, not two. It was three trips to get my new driver's license oh. in in DC. Just all that waste of time for a piece of plastic with my married name. And I stormed home to my poor husband. I was like, "Why isn't there some sort of service like TurboTax for name change?" Yeah. And he just looked at me and he's like, "Well, you should do that." And so <laughs> that was literally the spark that started this entire name change empire. Wow, I love that, Fire Nation. That's why we need to keep our eyes open, our ears open. We're experiencing things every single day. I mean, you've heard my story. I was whining to Kate, why isn't there a daily podcast? It's just one of those things. You need to see the opportunities. And by the way, don't jump on every single one of them because there's some that you're not excited about or might not be a big enough pain point, but they're out there and they're going to be shown to you in some way, shape, or form every single day. Now, what would you say, Danielle, your area of expertise is? And break down two things that we need to know about that that we probably don't. Two value bombs. Absolutely. Um, my area of expertise is a little unusual, and I did that on purpose. Um, it's flipping failure into massive success. So I personally failed to get into medical school and then failed to change my name. And instead of crumbling, I flipped those two failures and became an entrepreneur with a very successful company. And I feel like failure is a huge, important topic, especially for startups. And I have an entire chapter in my book dedicated to overcoming setbacks, failure, and competition. No one wants to talk about the F word, which is failure, but it happens. And how you handle it really determines your success. So my first takeaway is, failure is opportunity in disguise. It's hard to hear that and even harder to think it when the bad things happen in life and business, but it's true. Every failure at a minimum holds the opportunity to learn something. But most times, if you handle it correctly, failures make you and your product better than you were before. 
And then now that you know that failure is opportunity in disguise, takeaway two is how to handle failure when it happens. My advice, give yourself two minutes to have the big emotion. Set a timer on your phone and go have your freak out. And then when the timer dings, channel all that residual energy, because there's going to be a lot of it, into understanding why the failure happened and what three things you can do to flip it into a success. Is there an idea for a new company, a pivot for your current company, or a partner you should make? Whatever they are, write them down and then make the conscious decision to make them happen. I love this. And it actually inspired me, Danielle, to, to tell a personal story that, frankly, I'm a little embarrassed about because it just happened uh, recently. And I've been now running EO Fire for four years, 1,400 plus episodes. I mean, I should probably have my systems down. I mean, we talked about in the pre-interview chat about how you and I are both rule followers. We like to you know, know the rules, follow the rules, have systems, have automations in place. Well, just this past weekend, you know, we're talking on a Tuesday right now. Over the weekend, it was Saturday. I open up my computer. It says, hey, update to the latest Mac OS. It was like Sierra or something. I was like, yeah, why not? So I did it. Didn't think twice about it. Then I went to record something later that day, and I'm like, oh, my God, my mixer is not is not working with my computer. Like, it's not connecting. I can't. And I was just like all these, like, freak out. I'm like, I have 30 interviews, 15 on Monday, 15 on Tuesday. I'm barely ahead. I only have, like, six six episodes ahead because, you know, I had been on vacation in Maine for, in San Diego for 45 days. I flipped out, and I had no idea what was happening. Happening, but I did that two-minute freakout. I had the two-minute freakout. I sat down and said, "What could possibly have happened?" I traced it back to the fact that I had pretty unconsciously just clicked the update button and updated my computer. I'm like, "That must have been it." But you know, I didn't connect it at first. Then I was able to go back and restore my computer to a time that was right before I did that, and just had the biggest sigh of relief when the actual blue light went on, which signified that my mixer and computer are talking. I'm like, I can have these interviews now. But that was a huge freak out moment for me. And guys, if you don't take a step back and just say, hey, let me freak out for a minute, but then let me be really focused on how I can solve this issue, you're, you're going to run into some big problems. So that's just a little personal embarrassing story that happened to me just, just this past week. And that was two days ago, Danielle. Oh, I'm so glad it wasn't today. I know. Thank God. Seriously. But what I want to talk about now is something that you've changed your mind about in the last six months. Like, what did you used to believe, Danielle, that you don't anymore? I used to believe that, you know, if you do anything, if you try hard enough at, at something, you will be successful. And I feel like I've grown up a lot and you have to make sure it's a good idea and have done your market research and make sure you've got enough people that will buy the service or whatever product you're selling to be successful. So I think that's been sort of a big mind shift for me recently. So Danielle, we've got to know a little bit of your journey, like the different pain points that you've had, the problems that you now solve. But Take us back to what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. Like, I really want you to take us on that journey to that moment and talk to us. What happens? Sure. Um, I think the, the absolute worst moment in my entire entrepreneurial life was testifying in federal court eight months pregnant. I know you're a guy, but I want you to like just go there with me for a minute. Okay. So imagine yourself really uncomfortable, kind of big, sitting next to a judge fighting to protect your company. That day was the culmination of this intellectual property theft suit I had filed against a copycat who had logged into my service, Miss Now Misses, over 170 times to mine data and processes. And I was sitting there and I was terrified that the insane stress I was under was, was harming my unborn yeah. baby. 
And I was equally scared that my decision to pour company revenue into a legal battle was a mistake. But I had chosen to fight. I had chosen to protect the thing that I had spent all of my time and money and passion building. And the court ended up ruling in my favor. And I gained the valuable time I needed to build brand awareness and to lock up industry partnerships. But that was a big, bad, scary moment. So let's kind of dive deeper into that. Like, what happened there? Because this is something that just kind of hangs out there in our world, like our our site might get hacked, X, Y, and Z. Like, what didn't you do to prepare yourself for that? And what have you since done that Fire Nation can learn from? So I am at my heart, a nice Methodist girl from Pennsylvania. So call me naive. My first startup, I was like, oh, I'm going to build the best product available and make money and, you know, do good things and nobody's going to bother me. And that is not the Mm. case in business. So something I would recommend um, to everyone with a website is put in terms of use that contain a clause forbidding someone for creating a competitive work. So they just check the box saying, before I buy or use your service, I'm not going to create something just like this to compete against you. Having that will help you tremendously in court. Um, Another thing we put in after our third copycat lawsuit, because it took me a little while to learn, um, was an internal security measure. So once a person creates an account on Miss Now Misses, um, we ask them a series of questions. If they flip through more than four states, we lock their account and they get a little pop-up that says, hey, you might be confused about how to use our service. Give us a buzz at our 800 number and we'll be happy to talk to you about it. So if it's a military bride or someone who moved a lot that has a ton of different states forms to look right. at, no big deal. We reactivate their account. If it's somebody digging for information instead of doing the hard work themselves, usually scares them off. I mean, Fire Nation, this is the type of thing that, again, we talk about being penny wise and pound foolish. You got to put the time in early to make sure that you're protecting yourself, your business, and just think like, think, hey, what could happen? And then what process can I put in place to just make it less likely to happen that could damage my business? Because, you know, maybe 30 minutes, an hour today could save you days, weeks, honestly, months and years. I've seen people go through some legal crap they've had to go through all because they didn't have, you know, one line in their terms of service or one checkbox or X, Y, or Z. So, this is really worth your time, focus, and energy. Now, what do you want to make sure, and just like one sentence, Danielle, that our listeners get from your story? I would say I want you to know that you are your only limitation. So don't be afraid to make mistakes. Don't be afraid to get out there and start your first company. If you think you can do it and you do the work behind it, you will be successful. Danielle, what's one of your greatest aha moments to date? Take us to that moment and tell us that story. My aha moment was a huge paradigm shift that happened in, of all places, a Rite Aid store. I was looking for a birthday card and noticed these hooks with gift cards for Foot Locker hanging above that section. I didn't even know Foot Locker was still around. And so when I went around the corner to the wedding and bridal shower greeting card section, there were no hangers and there were no gift cards. And that's when it dawned on me. Our market isn't just the 2.3 million women who get married each year. It's their 100 plus wedding guests and shower attendees that are looking for the perfect wedding or shower gift to give to these brides. And so that that aha moment, light bulb moment (laughs) in Rite Aid um, led to me putting Miss Now Mrs. gift cards into Rite Aid and then leveraging that into a placement in Target stores. So putting an intangible wedding service into big box retail is one of my coolest accomplishments to date. 
Now, not to get too in-depth in the story, but, you know, my first question that pops up is, how the heck did you actually get it into writing in the first place? I mean, what was that next step you took to be able to have that shelf space? I am such a guerrilla person when it comes to marketing and finding people. So I immediately, you know, went over to LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook and tried to figure out who the buyer was and if I had any connections. And it turns out that my husband's friend from college worked at Rite Aid corporate, not in buying, but enough to like jam a gift card in front of the poor guy. And that's all I needed to, to get traction. It just takes a little initiative, Fire Nation, a little inventiveness, a little, a little, little guerrilla marketing. I love it. So just like you kind of did for the worst moment, what do you want to make sure that our listeners really get from your aha moment? Like, What's the takeaway for us as entrepreneurs? The takeaway is be open to big paradigm shifts. I'm a go, 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 goal, 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 drive, drive, drive person. And that's good. But sometimes you need to just let go and be creative and be open to sort of off the wall ideas that might be mirror markets or totally different um, ways to sell your service or your product. Danielle, let's talk about today. Let's bring things to present time. What's the one thing that you are most fired up about right now? So this is pretty cool. Just in time for my birthday this month, the Kindle version of Elegant Entrepreneur became the top rated startup book on Amazon. Wow. Yeah. So like to put myself out there, write what I thought was needed and receive validation from over 130 reviews was amazing and just so exciting. That's so huge. And by the way, 130 reviews is a massive accomplishment, Fire Nation. There are books that are New York Times bestselling books that have like 24, 16 reviews just because it takes a lot to have people go and leave a review and X, Y, and Z. So really huge accomplishment, Danielle. Congratulations on everything. And Fire Nation, congratulations for sticking around because you're about to be treated to the lightning round. We're going to take a quick minute first to thank our sponsors. For entrepreneurs, top quality coffee isn't a luxury, it's a necessity. But exceptional coffee requires finding exceptional beans. Thankfully, there's Stay Roasted. With Stay Roasted, you get 100% specialty grade coffee beans hand-selected to your taste and delivered fresh. It's simple. Set some basic preferences and let your roasters handle the rest. Yeah, your roasters. Pick from dozens of America's top craft coffee roasters for your personal roast lineup. Your top roaster will match you with the finest beans and deliver them fresh. When it's refill time, your next roaster is queued and ready to roast. Stay roasted plans start at only 60 cents per brewed cup and there's no commitments. Try it for yourself. Visit stayroasted.com slash fire to get your first bag of coffee for free. That's stayroasted.com slash fire. An operating system runs everything, like the software system that runs your computer. But what about running an entire business? I'd say that most businesses have three focuses. One, serve and acquire customers. Two, empower their team to get work done. And three, manage internal processes that support all of the above. Sound overwhelming? Lucky for us, Zoho handles all of these things and more. While I was working on launching EO Fire back in September of 2012, I had a lot of tasks on my plate, ones that I wasn't really sure how to manage. Finding guests, booking them, actually conducting a valuable interview, these are all the things I had zero experience doing. But because 
because I just started and allowed myself to learn through experience, I eventually got to where I am today with an operating system for the podcast that is on lockdown. Visit Zoho.com to learn more and create your free account and tweet at Zoho using hashtag that first moment to share your most inspiring first moment. Zoho, there's a first time for everything. Danielle, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Let's do it. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? A cush six-figure salary as the number one sales rep for a large medical device company paired with zero business education or background. (laughs) What is the best advice that you've ever received? Again, it goes back to you are your only you are your only limitation. I needed to own my role as an entrepreneur instead of hiding from the title to be successful. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I prioritize the most important single thing I can do for my business each day, and I do it before I check email or answer phone calls. Can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? Meet Edgar is my new favorite online resource. It's this social media scheduling tool that lets you create files of content when you want them scheduled, and then it endlessly recycles that content to engage new viewers. Love that. If you could recommend just one book, Danielle, to join Elegant Entrepreneur on our bookshelves, what would that book be and why? Uh, I was shamelessly going to say Elegant Entrepreneur. I knew it. You're an entrepreneur. Hello. I know you're going to plug yourself. (laughs) My other favorite book is by Og Mandino, and it's Greatest Salesman in the World. It's a terrible title, but it is amazing and very life-changing for me and for my business. Yeah, it's a great book. Good old Og. He uh, didn't know how to write a title correctly, but he definitely knew how to write content within that book. And Danielle, can you really break down this last question for us? Because it is a doozy. Just picture, imagine that you woke up tomorrow morning in this brand new world that's identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge that you currently have right now. Your food and shelter, taken care of. But all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would walk out my front door, assuming I had a door, and figure out this new world. And I would write down any problems I ran into. And I do market research, which no one else but me likes to do on those problems. (laughs) And I think I'd spend some of that $500 on coffee to trade for survey responses and candid feedback on the the problems I identified, on understanding what other people in this new world's problems were, and then to get their feedback again on solutions that I was creating. And that would sort of be the platform for whatever the next company would be that I would start. So you said you would do market research. What specifically to you is market research? What does that look like? So um, the fancy word I like to use is ethnographic research, and that is understanding the people, the actual humans that use your service, that touch your product, that buy it, where they live, what they do, their income, what they like, what they hate, their problems, what they pay for, where they like to purchase. Really understanding that before you build the product or the website or the service allows you to be in tune and give those people what they want. If you give them what they want, they will buy it. If you give them what you want, they may not buy it. Boom goes the dynamite, Fire Nation. And Danielle, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye. My advice to entrepreneurs is never wish for it more than you work for it. It's easy to get stuck in the dream phase. Instead of wishing you could start a profitable company, figure out the steps you need to take and do the hard work to accomplish them.
And the best way we can connect with you. So connect with me on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. I'm Elegant Entrepreneur. On Twitter, I'm at underscore Entra because I ran out of characters. <laughs> and I also have a gift for Fire Nation yeah. listeners. Um, it is the Grow Fast chapter of my book. So head to elegantentrepreneur.co forward slash fire to download it today. Love all of that in Fire Nation. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with DT and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Danielle in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Timestamps, links. These are the best show notes in the biz, Fire Nation. Go check it out. And of course, snag your gift, elegantentrepreneur.co slash fire. Get over there, Fire Nation. Grab that chapter. And Danielle, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Danielle today. And we have a free gift for you. It's a free goals course over at freegoalscourse.co. Get goal-focused, Fire Nation, and I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side.